Do you have a true scary story you want to send my way? Go to asthraventdreams.com slash submit or check the links down below. And of course, thank you. This happened about 25 years ago. Me and my friend, we'll call him Tom, we regularly went to a festival in the mountains of Pennsylvania every year. We camped out, had a small bonfire, etc. We enjoyed our favorite music from our favorite bands, and we had a great time. We'd been doing this for almost 10 years at this point. So... We were experts in preparing for driving five to six hours, setting up the campsite, doing the breakdown, and leaving. We stayed up late every night playing music and doing our nightly ritual of burning all paper trash and anything else trash-wise that was non-toxic in the campfire so that there was less trash to clean up when we left. We jokingly called it combustibles, and would yell or chant it as we would throw some on. Yeah, I know, we were young and dumb. This is important for later, by the way. At one point, one of us throws a pack of something on the fire, and it stunk, and burned color, and then put off a lot of smoke. So much for non-toxic, I thought. Well, we both got a lung full and coughed, but we were fine. We didn't realize it at the time, but it was almost three, so I thought it was time for us to go to sleep. We planned to leave for home at like 5am to beat the traffic leaving. It was a very popular festival and was packed. So I said why not pack up everything now, and then we can sleep in the car for an hour or so before we go. We packed up quickly, and then since I was driving, I said, let's leave now and get to a rest stop. On the parkway, we can sleep in the car if we're tired, avoiding traffic totally. For Tom, it was a no-brainer. He wasn't driving. He could just sleep in the back until I was too tired, and then we could switch. We got like 30 to 45 minutes on the parkway, when I started to doze off at the wheel, swerving, almost killing us several times while Tom passed out sleeping in the passenger seat. So... I woke him and said that we needed to switch or do something. We came to a rest stop, decided to park to get cold drinks and sleep in the car for a little while. This is when it happens. Tom goes inside to get drinks and pee or something. The next thing I know, I'm driving in five-lane traffic an hour and a half away from home. I didn't wake up as and opened my eyes... My eyes were wide open, dry, like they weren't blinking. I don't know where we were at first, or what the hell happened. I look over at Tom, and his eyes were wide open. I mean like, wide open, staring straight ahead. I yelled, Tom, what happened? Where are we? I got no response. I yelled, Tom. Tom, and then I hit him. He then slowly looked over at me to say what in a slow way. He said, why are you waking me up? I said, you weren't sleeping. It 
took us the rest of the drive home to grasp what was happening. We traveled a four-hour span of road in less than two hours. We, at that time, had no memory of leaving the rest stop. I only faintly remember him coming back to the car, and he only vaguely recalls coming back to the car, so it wasn't because I was sleeping. He was awake at the rest stop, and he couldn't remember. Several other things were off. The CD player was on and had played through all the songs, and was stopped. Meaning a CD was put in, was played, ran through the album, and then reached the end. We had no memory of that as well. We should have needed to stop for gas before that point, because when we left, I was already low. We apparently either put gas in, or traveled that entire way without using hardly any gas, and my brakes before were fine, now they were grinding like metal on metal. We talked about it for years after that. He is a hardcore skeptic of anything beyond his religion. He concluded that we must have inhaled too much toxic smoke at the campsite, and then I went into autopilot driving while he slept. But I kept telling him he wasn't sleeping. He was in a trance state, staring straight ahead with the frozen look on his face. I don't think it was aliens, because it was a bright, sunny, clear day with lots of people around. A few years ago, we talked about it more. He admitted to the fact that he wasn't sleeping. He was staring straight ahead when he came around. We started to remember more then. I started to remember him getting back to the car, and me insisting I was okay to drive because I had a cold drink. We drove out of the rest stop. After that, it was fuzzy. For him, that's all he will admit to remembering, but myself, I started to remember something that gives me goosebumps as I write this. I remember nodding off, and then being awakened by the sound of branches hitting the car, and then the feeling of falling in the car. Then, a hard splash, and then I saw in a bloody haze water, and I was seeing my friend convulsing from lack of air while waking up from being unconscious. Now, I need to say that, at the time of this, I had no clue about quantum immortality, glitches in the Matrix, or the Mandela Effect. It was the late 90s of my remembering, and the early mid-90s when it actually occurred. I wanted to believe it was a false memory. So, a few years back, I went on Google Earth, something that I didn't have back then. And when I traced the route after the rest stop, there's a huge bridge that crosses over a major river. And yes, if you look, it's possible for someone to drove off the road if they were going fast enough. You would hit small trees, and then a big drop into the water. Seeing this, it freaked me out bad. I sat back and I say, Gosh, I think we died. Then, a few years back, I learned about glitches and quantum immortality after having some major experiences. And that's when it made sense to me. We died, and then switched realities. It explains everything. Why my brakes were suddenly bad. Why little things were off. The other thing, many of my close friends changed personalities. 
I won't go into detail, but it seemed like after that ride home, the world was different. Close friends weren't close anymore. I'm a huge MacGyver fan, I've never missed an episode, and recently, I was watching it online and saw two episodes that never existed before for me. Sure, I could have missed them, but I actually recorded them on VHS back then, collecting all the episodes. So, I knew each one, but the one with the Prometheus Syndrome truly freaked me out. I'm big on mythology, and my fellow Titans especially Prometheus. So, an episode where Mac actually talks about Prometheus? Yeah, I would have remembered that. Then there's the truly disturbing thing. The empty, dead look in my friend's face and eyes after his convulsing underwater was the same look I saw when I asked what happened, where are we, and I don't know what happened. I'm a 29-year-old male, and this is the story of what happened to me when I was 25 years old and lost my mind temporarily. One of the reasons I have waited years to tell this story is because it's very hard to explain the feeling I was going through as this happened. All I know is I have never heard anyone tell a story like this, and I've been a listener of True Scary Stories on YouTube for a number of years now, so I thought I would contribute what was, to me, the scariest experience I've ever been through. It may end up being a long story, but I don't want to leave any details behind. Around the time this happened to me, I was very deep into conspiracy theories and had just recently seen a UFO in plain sight. I was convinced that there was an evil force out to get me. Not because of the UFO sighting, but because I had been reading and studying theories about the Illuminati and how the government is keeping tabs on all of us. I slowly started to believe that they were after me in particular. If you ever heard of targeted individuals, I was definitely one of them. Or at least I'd convinced myself that I was. It's hard to say which. There are some parts of this story that will baffle you, as they baffled me at this time. So, let me just jump right into the beginning of this incident. I was watching a video on YouTube one day in my room alone, and I started getting this strange paranoid feeling that I was being monitored somehow. Just as I started to have this feeling... My photo booth app opened and my webcam light turned on without me doing anything. I thought this was very odd and confirmed my belief that I was being watched. I closed the application and tried to go about my day, but I couldn't help but feel very paranoid after this. I woke up the next day and I lost control of my balance while walking down my hall unexpectedly. Now, Get ready, because this is where it gets very weird. And I promise you, I'm about to tell you the absolute truth. I lost complete control of my bodily actions, and it felt as though I was being controlled by some kind of outside force. I stripped down all of my clothes, and I left my house completely naked. I walked about two and a half blocks up the street, 
in the middle of the road, causing traffic to beep at me and people to stare. I walked into a local fitness club that had a pool, and I started swimming naked. I swam for about five minutes or so, and then started to walk through the gym part of the fitness club towards the exit. Keep in mind, this entire time, I was not in control of my body, but merely witnessing myself act like a completely naked fool. As I walked to the exit, I realized that the cops had been called. I was taken to the psych ward at the local hospital because my responses to the questions that they were asking was hysterical crying and laughing, mixed with confessions of things I thought I had done wrong. At this point, I started to gain control of my body back, but I still could not control my ability to speak or think freely. I also had a burning paranoia like nothing I had ever felt before. It felt like my brain was under some kind of pressure. When I got to the psych ward, I was brought into a room to be seen by a doctor. This doctor had an earpiece and was being communicated to by someone that was not in the room, which I thought was very strange. After they asked me some questions, I could only cry and whimper short responses. I was then taken to a communal crazy house, or what's better known as the psych ward. There were loonies all around me, and I felt like one of them, in a way. That night, as I lay in the bed of the room that I was assigned to, I could not sleep a wink. The next day, I pushed open the exit door and I escaped the facility. It was easier than you would think because this was a low-security facility that had a surrounding forest that led to some apartment complexes. I ran through the forest, and as I was running, I heard a voice that sounded like it was in front of me say, I like the smell of his blood. I still to this day have no idea what the voice was or where it came from, but I was petrified with fear. At this point... I ran down a hill into a nearby apartment complex, and I hid in a dumpster for some reason. Now, when I got into this dumpster, there was no one around to see me. To my surprise, a few minutes later, I heard cars pulling up and the chatter of what sounded like officers speaking to one another. The police opened the dumpster and took me to a high-security psych ward that was two hours away from the town that I lived in at the time. I stayed there for a week and two days before I was released to my parents, who had actually been desperately looking for me. For about six months after this event, I barely left my room or spoke to anyone because I was lost and confused about what had happened to me, and I thought that at any moment, I could lose control of my body again. The experience that I'm about to describe happens quite a lot to me, but I'll focus on one specific event from earlier this year. Since my teenage years, I thought I had these long, drawn-out periods of time when I would simply turn off. It used to happen when I'm alone and understimulated. I have Asperger's, by the way, and I don't personally realize it's happening until it's over. 
I'll just suddenly look around and see that many hours have gone by without me noticing. Given my condition, I never put too much thought into it, since I always have just regarded it as me spacing out or something of the sort. It doesn't seem like a glitch, right? Lately, though, it's been a little more aggressive, happening even when I'm doing stuff, and the worst way this happened started last year. I'll be doing something simple, like watching a video, film, listening to music or whatever, and I'll just suddenly realize, when the film is over, music has stopped, etc., that hours have passed. Many more hours than the album, film, video's length. But since it only happened when I was alone, I still didn't think much of it. Until this day when my wife was there. I was watching a YouTube video on my laptop. It was about 45 minutes long. Right at the beginning of the video, I got up from the sofa, and I told her I was going to use the bathroom, and then I would take a bath. This was around 7pm. I took my laptop with me, and I sat there doing my business while watching the video. It always takes me a longer time than most people to use the bathroom, over half an hour, so she's used to me being in there for a while. It just so happens that around the 35-minute mark into the video, into the bathroom, she was knocking on the door. I thought she wanted to use it, so I told her I wouldn't be much longer, to which she responded, You already have. Come on. And I was like, What? But she insisted. Come on, you've been in there for well over two hours. What are you doing? At first, I thought she was exaggerating the time, as she often does. And then I looked at the clock on the taskbar. 7.43pm. I closed the lid... I proceeded to flush and then prepare for the bath. She still insisted I've been in there for over two hours, to which I kept telling her to stop exaggerating, but when I opened the door and reached for my phone, it was 9.27pm. The 45-minute long video, it wasn't over yet. I was sure, once again, that not that much time had passed, but all the clocks showed the same time, except for my laptop. I told her that it was impossible and explained what just happened, and I told her to go get my laptop and look at the time it was showing. She did. It was 9.28. I couldn't believe what I saw on the lock screen. I was visibly shaken, and she got a little worried. I explained to her again what had just happened, and she didn't make much of it. She said I probably spaced out, maybe paused the video, maybe I got the time wrong when I looked, but none of that was true. And this episode was the confirmation I always needed that something is off in my time perception, or even in my relation to time as a whole. I was a little reluctant about posting this, but, well, here it is. Edit, motivated by a comment, when it began many years ago, I thought it was just me spacing out, but... More recently, I've come to think that that's not the case, but actually a different time flow because of the way it happens, and how aware of it I am.
Full disclosure, this was a little over a decade ago, in my first year of high school. I only just came across this sub, and this has driven me bonkers for years. I'm glad I finally found somewhere to share it. So, when I was in grade 10, we had a school cafeteria that you could purchase a lunch at. I've always been kind of picky, but the calf had one thing that I loved. Pizza rolls. These were just tortillas wrapped up with cheese and pizza sauce in them. These pizza rolls were only a dollar or two. So, I ate them every day for a good six months. Sometimes I'd go grab one when I was supposed to be in class, because I knew they were finished being made around 11.30. I bought them enough that I didn't have to tell our lunch ladies what I wanted anymore. They knew I was there for these glorious cheesy wraps. Anyways, one day, I went to the cafeteria as usual and asked for a pizza roll. The following conversation ensued. Lunch lady. A what? Me. A pizza roll. Lunch lady. Like a piece of pizza? We don't have any pizza today, hon. Me. No, a pizza roll. Like the cheese and the tortilla. Lunch lady. I'm sorry, hon. I don't know what you're talking about. Me. The ones that I get every day. The cheese and pizza sauce in a tortilla. They're X dollars. Lunch lady. I don't remember ever seeing those here. I'm sorry. Now, the script might not be word for word as it has been a long time now, but it's pretty close. The whole thing weirded me out enough that I'll probably never forget it. At the time, I figured that she was just forgetting. They make quite a bit of food daily and she's not quite a spring chicken anymore. The next day I tried again with the other lunch lady, and the same conversation happened. At this point... I'm a bit freaked out, so I bring it up to my best friend who's been with me every day and mooched some of my pizza rolls more than once. She says the same thing. No idea what I'm talking about. I spent... I don't even know how long trying to get her to remember these snacks that she's seen me eat, and even eaten with me pretty much daily for months, and she's starting to look at me like I'm crazy. I brought it up to a few other friends, and no one ever remembers them. I even asked my now fiancé who went to the same school, though we didn't know each other at the time. Nothing. I have no idea what happened, or why I seem to be the only one that remembers these, but I know for a fact that I ate nearly my body weight in these things in my first year of high school, and now everybody says that they never even existed. This happened a few years ago, back when all I would do in my early 20s was go out to pubs and clubs, spend all my money with friends, regret it, and then repeat it all next week. I'd often find myself saving just the right amount of money for public transport to and from work, just until I got paid. One week, I knew that I had enough for a few days of travel until payday. What I didn't know was that my pay would come in a day late due to a public holiday, 
that would interrupt the payroll system. So, I had to account for that extra day to get to work, but didn't have enough to get back home. I had a transport card that I had to recharge to scan on and off public transport. After getting to work that day, I had a balance of zero dollars. The whole day, I was stressing about how I would get home. I kept checking my balance, knowing full well it was zero. I didn't want to ask anyone for a lift because I knew no one lived in my direction, and I didn't want to burden anyone over a situation that I had ultimately put myself in. After work, there I was, walking to the train station. I checked my balance again, and obviously it was still zero dollars. I thought to myself, I either have to walk all the way home, which is over an hour, or jump on the train without a ticket. I chose to walk home instead of risking a fine, as that would have made me even more broke than I already was. Just as I passed the station, I checked my balance one more time, as if something was telling me to. And, instead of zero dollars, it said twenty. I stood there gobsmacked, I checked the transaction history, and there were no recent charges. It just didn't make sense. It literally popped up out of nowhere, and I could not find the source of how it came to be. So, yeah, it all worked out in the end, but to this day, it baffles me. I know 110% that I did not have any money. The no transactions to say the transport card was recharged was what made it even weirder. I didn't investigate it much further. I was just happy that I could get home. Simply, I called it a miracle. One that taught me a good lesson. It's a pretty simple story, but super weird. Years ago, while I was still living at my parents' house, I found this worn used wallet towards the back of a drawer underneath my computer. The wallet was almost entirely empty, except for a single wallet-sized picture of a dog. The dog looked kinda happy. It was a mix of sorts, small to medium-sized, Black and tan colors similar to a Roddy, but had kind of flopped over ears and a beagle-like face. I had absolutely never seen this dog before in my life, and knew it was none of my friend's dog because I asked everyone. I asked my parents too and showed them the wallet and the picture, and they just thought that I had people over. No one would have gone into that drawer though, especially that far back. All these years, I still have no idea where that wallet came from, or whose dog that was. Just to add some detail about the desk, it was bought new from Ikea just a couple years prior. I was the only one who used the desk, and all the stuff in it was mine. The wallet was found in the back of a small drawer, underneath the computer screen slash keyboard. Literally zero chance it was there beforehand. I think I might still have it at my parents' house, 
because I felt bad throwing it out if it happened to be one of my friends' wallets. And next time I'm back at my parents, I'll see if I can find it and I'll upload pics of the wallet and the pupper. that was this week's collection of glitch in the matrix stories and hopefully you all enjoyed them i know i did and i know i enjoy the fact that you're listening up to this point because y'all are amazing people and i love you and it's 49 past midnight and i'm really tired not relevant if you did enjoy the video please hit that thumbs up button you can also comment let me know what your favorite story is or the word of the week which will come right after i finish this little spiel and if you're new to the channel please subscribe that would help me a lot if you're not new to the channel thank you for coming back always love a repeat customer all right moving on to the word of the week last week's word of the week was haircut i expected nobody to comment holy crap on the screen now are all of the comments that i got for the word haircut you guys are amazing so many of you used the word in a comment and it was just insane so thank you again huge 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 thank you to all of you and yeah um all right let's move on to this week's word of the week let's see if you guys can do this one this one's a little easier uh i think you guys could probably put this into a nice little story that's you know a couple sentences about a paragraph at most or whatever or maybe just use it in a single sentence it's up to you so this week's word of the week is mystery m-y-s-t-e-r-y which means something not understood or beyond understanding an enigma or a piece of fiction dealing usually with the solution of a mysterious crime you know what a mystery is most likely so mystery is this week's word of the week good luck with that all that said, friends, I hope you all have a beautiful day and a gorgeous week. We have a great week coming up. This week is Horicon VR. This week is Halloween. This week is the Punch Bowl, the Haunted Punch Bowl over on Nevermore Collective. Great week. A lot of stuff happening. And I'm all for it. So, anyways, I'll see you guys in the next video. But until then, sleep well.